Let's get down to business. Welcome to Profits and Purpose, a Colorado Business Roundtable production that unapologetically tells the stories of business is good through conversations with Colorado's business leaders. Please welcome your host, the president of the Colorado Business Roundtable, Debbie Brown. We work to improve the business climate by unapologetically amplifying the voice of business. And we're here to tell the story of business leaders like Guinevere Snyder. Guinevere has been a dear friend for a long time, and she's also a very accomplished woman in the world of real estate. So welcome, Guinevere. Thank you. So happy to be here, Debbie. It's wonderful to have you here, especially in the changing world of real estate and how it affects Colorado. So, but first, before we dive into business... Tell us a little bit more about yourself personally and how you came to Colorado. Well, I'm a native. I grew up in Louisville. I lived in Los Angeles and met my husband there. We were both in entertainment. He owns a production company there. I was doing real estate. And after 11 years, we had three children and we just decided that we wanted to move back home near grandparents and siblings and just to give them a little bit of an easier life. So we moved back here Uh, 10 years ago. And what first brought you into real estate? What attracted you to that industry? I led a group of women in entertainment in Los Angeles. So I had producers from MTV, VH1, with female directors. And one of the women in there had just sold her sound company, Mimi Starrett. And I was pregnant with my twins and she said, I think you'd be so fabulous at real estate and I want (laughs) you to get your license and come work with me. And so I did. And I started out working with Sotheby's on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills. Wow. You kind of shoot big. You're going to start. You might as well start at Rodeo Drive. You know, I started big and I started working with the high profile, you know, clientele. And I really learned everything about being a concierge realtor um, and a fantastic realtor there. It was such a great experience. And she was the most amazing woman mentor. And we're still friends to this day. We've known each other probably 25 years now. Isn't that amazing how someone like that in your life, I found that as well in my life, someone can plant a seed, help you sort of see a dream for yourself and give you some encouragement. That's so interesting. Yeah. Women building up women is one of the most powerful things that we can do. And that group that I met that met weekly, that's what we did. We just tried to empower and love each other. And I know that's part of your platform. And that's definitely a huge part of my platform is helping and mentoring women and encouraging them to to do and, you know, be all that they can be. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Tell us about how did you then, when you moved from LA, tell us about the market here in Colorado, how you've been growing your business since you've been here in that same field of luxury real estate. Well, it was really hard at first because you come back and you have your huge network to nothing, zero. And you really just, I just hit the ground running. It was just, you know, finding the, my niche and my right group of people and sort of just me trusting the process and doing what I normally do, which is just being available to, to friendships and different things and helping my kids and my husband get acclimated, I found my niche. And it took me about two years to get rebranded. And those different clients that were coming from LA or out of state, they sort of came here and through referrals. And it's, it's just nonstop trust and nonstop work, just hustling is really what I can say. You can't sit there and do nothing. I know we've talked about it before, Guinevere, because you're a businesswoman that I really admire. And there's just no 
there's no uh, substitute for just old fashioned hard work and exactly. you get a reputation for actually getting deals done for working hard for people. And there's just no substitute for that. I agree. It, and I, I am more of a concierge realtor, which means I take less clients that are higher priced because I give them so much attention and no, you know, no question is, is dumb and no task is too small. I mean, I've literally moved complete houses that are full and the, the people never even come back for my athletes. I'll move the whole house, have it packed, moved and unpacked, and they don't even have set foot back in Colorado. <laughs> Tell us about what are some of the bigger challenges you, you alluded to, you know, you tend to have higher end clients. Tell us about the luxury market. What are some of the bigger challenges in that market? Well, with the luxury market, it's it's not something you can fake. You either know how to do it or you don't. It's its own animal. And it is an art. I do marketing very differently than most realtors. I, I spend a lot of money on marketing and I do a lot of tons of different kinds of marketing. I don't let a, a home just sit there. And on the higher end, they take, sometimes they take longer. And, you know, I'm there for every showing on my $3 million listings and up. And they're just very different than a normal listing, but I do them all. It's so interesting because right now I have multi-generational clients. So I'm doing the, the children of my clients and then their children. It's just so fascinating that real estate is still such a great avenue for investment and making money and um, growing your, your wealth. What challenges, especially we've been talking a little bit about COVID-19 and how it's affecting the business community. We've been talking to a lot of our folks about, you know, how they view recovery, you know, in the short and long term. What do you see as kind of the biggest challenge for the real estate market or for you personally with your business with the COVID-19 pandemic? Well, I have been working nonstop even through the pandemic because I had so many houses under contract. So I had to still make sure that those were closing. We had to just be very careful. Closings at title is different. The precautions they're taking are really for our safety and the buyer and seller safety. I think one of the hardest things is I would have agents trying to get into my my vacant listings and we're not allowed. Yeah, I would say, no, I'm not. First of all, we're not allowed to do it. And I, I, I'm a rule follower and I'm not risking that. <laughs> But two, I've just made sure that they've been cleaned. And then as we move forward, because now it's been lifted, I already have people wanting to see different houses. We're asking, you know, can you please wear gloves and just don't touch a bunch of things and let us know when you go. I think we're just going to have to keep going in there and wiping things down. I have two kids that have a lung disease, so I'm very scared about it. But if you really just train everybody to get out of the habit of just touch, 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 then touch your face instead of, you know, being careful and cautious and use wipes. So we'll probably have wipes at every listing now and it, it'll be different and we'll have to see how it goes. Hopefully people will just cooperate and realize, you know, that it, it's still a little bit scary, but so far I've just had people that have been really, you know, really kind about it. Mm -hmm. That's great. I mean, it's an adjustment, but at least in, in showing real estate, you know, there aren't large crowds typically. No. It's very, um, you know, very small group oriented. Um, you alluded to the fact that some of your clients are high profile. And uh, I, I think that's interesting. And I know that you, you know, you work with a lot of athletes in particular. 
Is there any interesting story you could tell us about, you know, if you had an interesting story about an athlete that you helped? You don't have to name names, but I'm just curious about. Well, they're all they in. probably, they get moved <laughs> a lot, you know, their contracts are up a lot. I just think that's a fascinating, a fascinating history. You know, one of the most fun parts of working with these athletes, and I work with Broncos, Nuggets, Avs, is just getting to know their families, their moms, their girlfriends, or their wives, and their little babies. I end up giving so many baby showers. I think one in particular, you know, they have four daughters and I gave all four baby showers. And the last one I looked at, I'm like, you realize I've done all four of these baby showers? (laughs) You know, it's just so much fun to see the family side of them. I know everyone loves them as athletes, but they're really hardworking guys that are just trying to to do the best they can. They're smart. I mean, the guys I've worked with, they want to have money when they end their careers. They don't have long careers you know, beats up their bodies. But I will say, you know, one of them got traded pretty fast. And so I listed their house and I concierged it. I got my girlfriend to come in who owns a a lifestyle company. She packed them. I oversaw it. She moved them and she unpacked them. And I sold the house and it was just a seamless thing for them. And that's just one of the things that, that I do that makes me a little bit different. I think I did that to three athletes back to back right now. It's very weird because they, you know, they're not starting OTAs right now. So they don't know what's going to happen. And we, you know, the different States that people move to, but I've been fortunate to just build such deep friendships that even when they go, we're still friends. And like you said, that trust relationship, you know, whether you're a realtor to business executives or athletes or, you know, folks from LA, you know, there's still that trust relationship when you're handling a big part of their asset to to move that one way or the other to buying or selling. So Guinevere, I think that's really interesting because in every business, it really comes down to trust. So whether your clients are high profile athletes who really value your confidentiality and trust, or whether they're business executives or people from LA, that's so important probably especially in your line of work when you're handling such a big asset for the folks that you work with. Absolutely. Oil and gas. I mean, they're really scared right now. There's just a lot of different elements and they, you know, being a trustworthy person, I married, I have a husband with kids that definitely does help. There's a lot of people with ulterior motives out there. And so it's just building trust is built one day at a time. So tell me, are you, do you feel optimistic about the economy? You know, looking I ahead, I'm ready to list four more houses. I, I, when I say, you know, during this pandemic, you know, we have all of our kids home. We have four teenagers home, and my husband. We just did projects around the house, outside, inside, and I kept just working on my my real estate. I didn't sit there and do nothing. And so, yeah, I'm getting ready to list, to shoot and list more. I think the market here is is still strong. I mean, right before. During this, I closed a $3.5 million all-cash deal. So people are still wanting to come to Colorado. It's a great place to live. It's It's got so much to offer, and I I'm so feel so blessed that I'm, yeah. I'm here. That's great. I'm glad to hear you're optimistic. Um, you know, we get kind of a mixed bag sometimes, so I, I definitely am drawn to people who have that optimism. I'm definitely and- glass full, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to have a glass full with you. In <laughs> Talking about, I want to shift gears. So part of our theme at Colorado Business Roundtable is profits and purpose. So we definitely unapologetically support the business community, talk about profits and how they actually go back into 
so many more things, a business able to reinvest, a business able to hire, you know, a business able to, uh, you know, have flexibility to grow. But then we also talk about the purpose piece. And I know that this is something near and dear to your heart because I've known you for such a long time and would love to talk a little bit about how you give back to the Mm -hmm. community and why that's so important to you as a successful businesswoman to also have this purpose piece as part of your platform and what you care about. So tell us a little bit about that, Guinevere, and how you give back in the community. Well, I give back 10% of every deal I do. I put it in a charity account. And then um, I have a lot of different things that I'm involved in. One of them is a precious child. I'm the president of the Women's Guild. And it helps, you know, women, pregnant girls, kids. You can come into that facility like a warehouse. It's clean. It looks like a a beautiful Walmart almost where where you can shop with a cart and get free clothes, diapers, anything that you need. And, you know, I was raised by a grandmother who was very poor and she came over here from Russia and had six kids. And my mom was one of them. And she always taught us to be of service. And so I want my kids, you know, to always give back to the community, be a service. And one of the things that is so much fun is sometimes being of service is to someone that it's a person that, that maybe is down and out. And we have definitely, you know, given a check straight to a person and the look on their face of just, it's, it's priceless. It does more for us, I think, than them. And I think last Christmas we sponsored 14 kids that were aging out of Shiloh house. Um, a lot of kids that are abused go there and homeless and we, they were all moving into their own apartments and we had so much fun as a family. We just buying, we said nothing, don't buy anything you wouldn't want. Don't cheap out, just buy whatever you would want if you were getting an apartment. And we just treated those kids and it felt so good to give back. And I think that that's an important thing to teach our kids that that you always want to be a part of giving back. We do something for Erie Uplink, which is locally for us. It's kids that don't, you know, have a lot of food and it's um, a backpack program. They can take food home so they're not hungry at night. And um, it's just been such a great privilege to be involved with, with any of these things. And you're, you're very humble about your work, but I think what's really fun about you, Guinevere, is it's not just you and your family who have a sense of philanthropic purpose. You, you kind of lasso people and bring them in, including me. You know, Guinevere looped me into, uh, also be on the Women's Guild of a Precious Child, I think, several years ago. And she loops in her clients and she grabs other people. And Women's Guild now has how many members, um, that are a part of that? Gosh, over 200. And I think we started so small and it's just been, it's so great. Women love help. When you get women involved, they love helping other women and children and, and young adults, males, you know, it's a precious child is pretty incredible. If anyone ever wants to do a tour of it, it's, it's in Broomfield and it's just so spectacular. You know, Karina Martin started that in her garage and it's now this huge, you know, we go everywhere, but it's, yeah, I love telling people about it because women want to be involved and they want to feel like they have a purpose as well. Well, and men, you've and looped men. in a lot of your men yeah. athletes into using their fame and fortune as well to help a precious child. So it's yeah. it's really this amplification of what you think of in terms of purpose, don't you think? Well, and ironically, Emmanuel Sanders, our former Bronco player, he and Gabby, his wife, 
that's who looped me into a precious child. I was in their kitchen. Um, we were talking about other things and she was pregnant with their second, with their little girl, their second child. And he came home and he was teary eyed. Gee, you've got to go see this. I've never seen anything so more humbling in what they do. And at the time I was so busy with other things. I said, oh, okay, okay. And then another person said it and I said, you know what? I'm just going to go look to see. And once I walked that facility and saw it, I was just so amazed and just fell in love with it, fell in love with Karina. And then Emmanuel has done the sports camp every year, just of course wanted, you know, was a part of that. And so he really looped me in. He's, he's just got such a big heart and that's just been a huge blessing to me. Well, I, um, I love that. And of course, you know, it keeps growing and growing. So we'll put that also on the website when we post the podcast. Yeah, it's that'll be precious child. And people can go and take a peek at that. And who knows, maybe join the Women's Guild, uh, mm -hmm. donate, you know, so much of that money helps critically, uh, you know, such critical services for women and families in need, definitely in Colorado. So, um, yeah, we're almost out of time, but just wanted to say thank you to Guinevere Snyder to um, come on our podcast and talk a little bit about your business and the real estate world in Colorado any closing comments, Guinevere? How can people get in touch with you if they have a need for luxury real estate? Well, you can go to my website, which is GwenSnyder.com, or you can call me on my cell phone. Um, my name is Guinevere Snyder, and I'm with Christie's International. I just opened it in Cherry Creek with my partner, Raleigh Jordan. And so, yeah, if you want to have any questions or just talk, you know, I just used to love taking people to True Foods. <laughs> now we can just come on the phone. <laughs> we'll be back again soon. I think I think oh, True Foods awesome. will be the place. <laughs> well, thanks so much for being on. I think and especially, you know, my heart, Guinevere, because we've been friends now for many years, but really enjoy meeting and talking to other entrepreneurs, people who are risk takers in our economy and problem solvers and how great is it that you're still able to work really hard and kind of keep a bunch of deals going? So your optimism is definitely contagious. So well, appreciate, you. appreciate you being on today. So thanks for joining the Colorado Business Roundtable podcast, Profits and Purpose. And we're here to tell the story that business is good. This has been a presentation of the Colorado Business Roundtable. Be sure to check out all of our episodes on Podcatchers Everywhere at cobrt.com. Our technical producer is John Ekstrom in Deaf Communications. Thank you for listening to Profits and Purpose.